0: Welcome, everybody, to yet another episode of the Late Night Bites podcast with Oris, where we talk about tech, gaming, and everything in between. I'm your host, James. And today we have uh, what I consider to be one of the smartest people I know. Uh, he is uh, our basically dedicated PM uh, when it comes to almost all products in uh, our HQ in Taiwan, uh, Andy Chu. Andy, how are you doing?
1: Hi, James. Hi, everyone. Yeah, I'm great.
0: So, Andy, I know it's uh, you and I, you know, kind of talk a lot. But I wanted to basically bring you on the show uh, mm-hmm. because uh, I, I believe you have a lot of insight. You already know, I would say, out of the people in in HQ that mm-hmm. get to know about the the top secret stuff, you know, the the, the products <laughs> yeah, that exactly. that we have wow. coming on in, in 2021. I feel like uh, you're the person that always gets to know uh, first. Is that true?
1: Yeah, sure. It's my pleasure to give you some insights about the product we have right now, and also some kinds of you know little plan for the twenty twenty one.
0: Cool. So, uh, do you mind telling the audience just a little about about a little bit about who you are and what you do for for Gigabyte?
1: Oh yeah, sure. Uh, hi everyone. This is Andy. Uh, I'm from the Gigabyte HQ, and I'm now in charge of the product marketing of whole Gigabyte and ours. Consumer stuff like motherboard, graphic card, um, laptop, and something else new we're gonna cover next year. So maybe, maybe after a while, I can share some with you guys.
0: Cool. Yeah. So with that being said, um, Andy, you know we've our company has released a ton of products in twenty twenty from exactly. monitors to motherboards to new graphic card. How would you say uh, the Oris products, how have they changed uh, the, the PC gaming industry and the PC gaming market in general?
1: Uh, I think what we have done, I mean Aorus, to the industry is that we bring the premium, the true premium to this market. Because, you know, before times everybody will regard those PC components like motherboard or graphic card, just some kinds of components so they won't put anything premium, I mean the elements inside the product. But for Aorus, we we'll just try to make everything premium, not just the gaming experience, not just higher FPS or lower temperature, but we we'll also try to make it looks and feels premium. So whenever user gets it home, gets it from their gaming, they will be surprised how great quality it has. So you, you can see even in our motherboard, it's a core component inside our PC. We still use a lot of different material to make it looks and feel the premium product like like the luxury things that you can have for your PC. And yeah, the, yeah. all of this just for delivering premium. yeah
0: yeah, I've definitely noticed uh, you know the change in design in our motherboards. Um, for example, we've launched a lot of new lines like the vision lineup. I believe we launched that mm-hmm. this year, right? Yeah. Um, again, the new style and design of our new Oris cards for the thirty series, mm-hmm. um, and even you know new monitors. So it's not just uh, again, kind of like you said, we put in the best cooling, we put in the best performance, but uh, aesthetically and build quality wise, we really strive to make it the the best it can be.
1: Um, exactly. Yeah.
0: Can you kind of talk about, or can you kind of tell me like when uh, you guys came up with like the whole Vision brand? I know that's a very new brand that we're trying to, you know, that we're expressing to the market. Um, can you kind of explain a little bit more about the thought behind the the vision brand, the vision aesthetic?
1: Okay. So we saw that more and more people who has the need for higher performance, but not for gaming. And especially for those creators, like to who's doing the video editing, like you, James, uh, because we noticed that. More and more people are looking for higher performance for their professional work, but they don't want their gear looks like a gaming rig, you know, have a lot of RGB or black or just black and red accents. I uh, and I think that will be the biggest reason why we come up vision. So from the design aesthetic, you can see our vision product all featuring the white color along with some kinds of special. Uh, material that is seldom seen on the component, like the mirror alike texture, which you can see on the Z490 vision or B550 vision motherboard, along with RDX uh, series graphic card vision, vision segment. So that's the uh, thing we have made it so special in the design aesthetic. And of course, uh, because Creator will have some special need to uh, boost their work, boost their efficiency. So like the, our B550 Vision, I guess this is the only B550-based, AMD-based motherboard board that featuring the Thunderboard, which could accelerate the efficiency of those creators. And for the 30-savvy Vision, I mean the graphic card, it has multiple video outputs, which could help those like video editor or 3D architecture to build out multi-screen working space. So that's kind of thing we have done To make vision so special, no matter from the side of aesthetic or the functionality.
0: Yeah, and actually, that's that was my actually something I was going to bring up next is yeah, the vision series is not just for looks; it's for actual use usability too. There is a distinction. Yeah, there's a distinction on the feature set, uh, and this is for our audience out there. There's a distinction on the feature set when it comes to a Vision motherboard versus, uh, a, let's say, an Oris motherboard. Oris is very gaming oriented, but Vision yeah. has all the stuff the creator needs. Kind of like you said, Thunderbolt three, uh, yeah. uh Titan Ridge for B five fifty, yeah. And I think that's the main difference, aside from the aesthetic. Uh, and like you said, we you know we're starting to bring this to our graphic card lineup. You know, especially with the, the RTX Studio drivers. I think it's really good yeah. uh, components to work together to provide the perfect, I guess, content-creating experience out there.
1: Exactly. Because we saw uh, some other player in the market, they also come up with some product which is focused on the creators. But what we have learned is that the majority of them just focus on the design aesthetic, but it seems they forgot the real need from those creators, for example, they they would they want the multi-core, powerful multi-core benefit from the AMD processor, but it seems they cannot get the motherboard for their 5K monitor or the NAS or the external graphic. The, we have prepared this on the B5 Vision, and also on the RTX or, on our RTX Vision segment. I think we have the most, uh, display output port on it to help those creators to build out their working space. So that's, that's kind of our way toward the creative products. We just want to make it more efficient, not just doing some aesthetic change. Yeah,
0: Yeah, and I'm really happy that we actually brought the vision lineup to our graphic card um, because I've already seen pictures on the internet. I don't know if you've seen this, Andy, but I've already seen pictures of people doing an all-vision uh, PC build. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah, really exactly.
1: cool. Really yeah. cool. But, you know, it's an alternate way for those gamers who just seeking for some plain look or pure white build. You know, I think it's totally fine for those gamers to choose vision because I have also saw a lot of pure white build or just like you said, pure vision build and it's really gorgeous, I got to say.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, kind of moving away from the vision, I kind of want to talk about the Waterforce series cards. Now, those ones mm-hmm. uh, did get a change in design this year compared to last year. Uh, when I think this is something that's very a, a very commonly asked question in our community. But when uh, the the PMs who who create these graphic cards and motherboards, when they're designing, how do they usually find the inspiration for these new uh, designs for you know every product generation?
1: Okay, so uh, on both our water cooling product for the graphic, uh, the open loop one and also the AIO one, we did some change, especially on the uh, open loop one. For the RTX Waterforce open loop, actually, I believe we are the only one water cooling graphic card provider that provides the leak detection on our graphic card. I saw so that that's have, um, that's
0: a really yeah, yeah, yeah. big feature that a lot of modders are really happy about.
1: Yeah, exactly because we saw the pen or concern from um, from those modders or from those enthusiasts about the leak. Uh, I mean, the liquid leaking on our on these products. So we are doing we're just the world's first graphic card vendor who are doing this on the open loop a water cooling graphic card. So there will be a metallic sensor around the water channel. So once the water reach the uh, metallic sensor, then it will alarm and ha- and notify the software to shut down the graphic card Im- immediately.
0: That's really cool. I'm yeah. uh, We have we had such a lot. Uh, we had a lot of positive feedback uh, from those modders when they heard about the leak detect detection uh, function. Yeah, um, yeah. And yeah, I I'd actually didn't know that we were the only. Um, You know company out there that has this feature so that's actually really cool too
1: yes yes and i think why why choosing always water cooling graphic card there's a huge reason is that if you just bought air cooling type code rtx like 3080 graphics card and maybe one day you want to change it to the water cooling so you may seek for those third-party water cooling kit but, you know, for most of the company of the brand, taking out the air cooling module from the graphic car is an action that will make the warranty void. That's quite important. But I guess some of the uh, enthusiasts or gamers, they may forgot that. So that's the reason. That's also the reason why we come up with the water cooling series product because we can provide the complete water cooling solution without make making the warranty void.
0: Yeah, and I think that's very important because mm. um, it's it's really hard uh, to hear. But if you spend, you know, $800 or $1,500 on a graphic card and, <laughs> yeah, you exactly. know, yeah, and you, if you go with a third-party water and, block. And, and,
1: yeah. and, you know, you just want to make things right. You just want to make it cooler. But, you know, once you take out the air cooling module, it's it. then your warranty yeah. expired.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, you know, you never know. Yeah. If you put on a third-party water block, ac- accidents can happen, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, exactly.
0: And so at least this way, we're still able to provide the, the water block, uh, the functionality, yeah. the looks, even leak yeah. detection now, um, mm-hmm. and with all without voiding your warranty.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I think that's the most important factor. And, that, and it's that reason that you should go for the ours water cooling graphic card.
0: Oh, yeah. Um. And so now I have to ask, uh, because there has been a lot of questions on uh, our, our audience end, um, but for the, the AMD Radeon series, I know it's a mm-hmm. big step forward because we uh, announced that we're having the Oris Master lineup uh, come mm-hmm. to the Radeon series. Do you ever exactly. do you see the company uh, being able to also uh, bring in the vision series and poten- potentially even the Water Force series at some point in oh. the future?
1: Uh, for Radeon series, currently we plan to come up the Oris Master series, which cover the latest cooling technology from ORS, the max cover cooling, and also our long-term popular model is the gaming OC. And now, yeah, we are doing some assessment about should we come out the Vision series because we saw there are more creators go for AMD. Uh, so yeah, we're still planning on that.
0: Okay, so, uh, really, if if our audience wants this, it's good to voice their concerns on like social media, right? Really want that because mm-hmm. we we can give feedback to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the higher ups in HQ. Say, hey, look, a lot of people want the Vision yeah, yeah, Series radio. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think they're they're starting to do some initial assessment on that. I mean, estimation on that because they saw, you know, there's higher and higher uh discussion about rx series versus rtx series so we saw that hey actually people is highly anticipating about new product from amd so yeah i believe they already have some initial talk about expanding the product line for the rx series
0: that's really good um is there any point and i I don't know if this is kind of talking too far ahead because uh we haven't even released our, our radeon cards yet but Mm-hmm. Is there any point do you think in the future that there would be any sort of water force related Radeon cards, or it would you say it's too early to say?
1: Mm, I think it's a bit early to say that, but we're still, you know, we're always monitoring what our fans and our, you know, our gamers want. So if we hear about enough voice on that, maybe we will do some new product line. So. Uh, all for all the fans for of Gigabyte and Ours, please share your true voice, no matter on our fans page or our club.
0: Yeah, and I think that's yeah. something that we've always said. Um, you know, on on every show that we do is, you guys want something, you guys ask for it, and if there's enough um, uh, audience to back it up, we've actually done yeah. it before. You know, monitors is a proof. Uh, AIO yeah. AIO is mm-hmm. a big proof. You know, yeah,
1: exactly. Um, yeah, so yeah,
0: it's possible. It's possible.
1: Yeah, and also the uh, like the application of the Type C front panel Type C on our or AMD series like X five seventy or B five fifty. Yes. So that's kind of movement that we heard from you guys, and we do the some kinds of uh, design change on our product.
0: Yeah, that's really good to hear, um, and I think it's reassuring for just if you're a. Uh... A loyal fan of oris or gigabyte mm. you know you know that your voice is being heard if you're able yeah, to express exactly. it you know so exactly. you know a lot of companies they kind of just do what they want to do um, regardless of what anyone says but uh, i think gigabyte's a good company where we actually listen to the feedback uh, to really try yes. and improve our products
1: yeah exactly let me share just a little story about that because Uh, You know, B550 is a quite popular model board right now. Yeah. And in the first wave, we launched our B550 model board. We start to see somebody is asking about the Type-C port in the front panel support of our board. And so after a week, our R&D team and also the product management team start to uh, initiate the product revision project. So now you can see that I think 80% of our B550 product now featuring the Type C support for the front panel of the case. So I think that's kind of classical example that we care about your voice.
0: Yeah. Wow! So you guys actually made a a, a second revision on the B550, yeah, yeah. including exactly. the, the front
1: panel Type C, right? Exactly.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, and again, that that's really reassuring. I think if I mean if I'm in an uh, oil. An Oris audience member, loyal Oris fan, uh, it's re- re- really reassuring to hear that the company is listening to my f- to my feedback. You know, um, yeah, exactly. So I wanted to kind of switch gears for a second in terms of going from desktop product uh, mm-hmm. to laptops because I feel like now laptops have been all the rage. Um, uh, yeah, exactly. in, in the end of yeah. this year, you know, there's, you just see a lot of laptop talk, a lot of mm-hmm. Intel released their new Tiger Lake um, CPU, uh, CPUs, and I think AMDs mm-hmm. uh, just re- released their new CPUs, uh, mobile CPUs. And mm-hmm. there's just a big race on performance yeah. uh, for laptops. Can you kind mm-hmm. of talk about some exciting, maybe new laptops that we have for 2021? <laughs>
1: Uh, yes, I, I guess some of you guys may have heard about a rumor that you know, uh, NVIDIA is doing something for the laptop next year. So I believe that on the first quarter of the 2021, we will have something new. Yeah, so and people could... Uh, you know, I, can, I cannot tell too much about that. But I think for those fans and enthusiasts, they can expe- expect another performance leap on the new generation of the laptop. Yeah. And next year, yeah, and next year, just like you said, Intel has released the Tiger Lake, but, you know, it's for, it's for those kinds of, like Ultrabook, because the Tigers, it's the Tiger Lake U series. I see, I see. And, and seems they will have another high performance Tiger Lake product lined up next year, maybe around uh, second or third quarter. So I guess uh, you guys could uh, put some expectation on that as well
0: and how about um now i know nvidia and intel have like dominated the mobile space but now we're starting exactly. to see amd mobile cpus you know start to come up in popularity because of their yeah. their high performance um yeah. do you know if uh, gigabyte or Aorus is planning on implementing any amd cpu laptops in the future or um can we not really talk about that too
1: much yes exactly uh, i mean it's really surprised to see the AMD 4000 series, no better U series, or the H series, or even the HS series, how great performance and power efficient they are on the new wave of laptop. And we have seen that. So for the next year, I believe AMD will also come up with something new for the mobile, uh, because just like you see for the desktop processor, they already deliver something really amazing, and I believe they will keep the pace on the mobile as well. And sure, we will follow their page next year. So I guess people can uh, follow us and stay tuned for the new amazing laptop.
0: That's that's really good to hear. Um, and I know th- it's really hard to talk about laptop hardware because um, you know we're also at the at the knowledge of of intel and amd you know they're trying to keep their stuff secret in order to mm-hmm. you know really impress everyone at when they <laughs> yeah when they announce it so yeah, 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 um, yeah. you know trust me you know if we could we would definitely talk more about it but i think something that we can talk about andy is uh, a little bit of, of of the design of the laptops now you've mm-hmm. been in the laptop space uh before you you know we kind of I know internally you switched teams um and now we're yes. know, we're all working together but um you used to work a lot uh with laptops uh, mm-hmm. before and everyone has kind of stated this but the the laptop the the Oris and Aero design is so um I guess iconic it's very mm-hmm. is you know one of the first laptops that had the thin bezels um mm-hmm. but a lot of our audience and Oris fans know that the Oris slash Aero design has been kind of the same uh, throughout, you know. I would say the the past few years. Do you see mm-hmm. the laptops for Aero or Oris getting a really big uh, redesign um, to kind of catch up with the market?
1: Oh yeah, I got your point. Yeah, you know, for Aero, we I think it has kinds of clear, colour characteristic. It's just thin and light, real for creator, and for the Oris. I believe we have come out with a series of new models. And for the ne- uh, for ORS and Aero laptop next year, I think they both got their own uh, quite, uh, I mean, how do I say that? Maybe should be clear image to our consumer. For I Aero, see. we will keep the pace of the thin and light and try to keep it the pace to design and build for the creator so all the legacy on the Aero laptop right now will be kept, like OLED panel, like per unit calibration, and also next year, we'll try to make it more powerful to allow those creators to finish their job more soon, to make it more efficient. And For Ours, next year, we will focus purely on the gamers, so we will try to uh, take out the features that maybe gamer won't appreciate, but kept those legacy features that gamer would love to see on their laptop, like the pretty RGB, like the fast IPS panel, and like the huge battery for their you know mobile gaming, something like that. So yeah, I, I know some of the fans of us may be may, may confused about Aero and ORS before, but next year we have kind uh, they both got clear image and expectation from the Gigabyte. So, yeah, we will see. Cool.
0: Yeah, definitely excited to see um, what is going to be in store for our new laptops. Uh, Mm -hmm. I know I'm very excited, and I really hope that our audience gets really excited too. Um, I kind of still want to talk about mobile content creation. Now, Mm -hmm. I know we make eGPUs, and those are a big part of that mobile content creation to really squeeze the power out of mm-hmm. our laptops. Do you know if, or can you talk about if we're going to have any updates to our eGPU lineup to,
1: I guess, support latest gen cards? Yes, it's on the way right now, I guess, yeah. So I think we're the world's first uh, brand providing both RTX 3090 and 3080 uh, eGPU external graphic.
0: Oh, wow. So, so 3092. And 30 yeah, 3092. And,
1: oh, wow. I think that's some kinds of important, iconic product for those creators who used to pause the Ultrabook. So when they bring the Ultrabook out, uh, back to their office or studio or home, they can just attach our latest EGP with the RDX 3090 to boost up their creation. So I'm also excited about that as well. Yeah.
0: Now, I know last generation, uh, we did do a 2080 Ti gaming box, and, and yeah. that one was uh, liquid-cooled. Mm-hmm. Do you know <laughs> if the 3090 is following the same path and be, being yeah. liquid-cooled, or is that going to be air-cooled?
1: Sure, we will follow the path of the RTX 2080 Ti eGPU. So on both the new RDX 3080 and 3090 eGPU, they will still have the water cooling. So no need to worry about the enormous heat, generated from the RTX 30 chip.
0: Nice. And uh, I have to ask because I would say <laughs> in the 10 series, when we made 10 series GPUs, the mm. 1070 was a very popular eGPU model. I think it really hit that nice price to performance. Is that mm. something that we can see with the 30 series? Are we potentially going to be able to see a 3070 eGPU for, I guess, the entry level market?
1: Mm, about 3070, I think we're open to that. but. Uh, the reason why we come up 3080 and 3090 first is that seems 3080 and 3090, especially 3090, is not just built for those enthusiasts, but for those creators. But you know, for 3070, it's kind of more gaming-centric GPU. But I think you know we are totally open to that. So if our fans or gamers or enthusiasts they have any thoughts about the possibility of the eGPU for the RTX 3070, just you know speaking out loud
0: and i think the cool thing is with the egpus there's been so much advancement in thunderbolt i think there's thunderbolt 4 now
1: is that right yeah
0: exactly. so will thunderbolt 4 be able to provide more bandwidth uh to use more of that gpu power than thunderbolt 3
1: mm, i seems they will share the same bandwidth as the thunderbolt 3 Because on Thunderbolt 4, from the spec we have learned right now, it's kind of optimization for the bandwidth transfer, and also the some kinds of image transfer. So I think they will share the same bandwidth as the Thunderbolt 3. I see. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, Yeah, I think there's just a lot of possibilities when it comes to mobile. Uh, gaming and mobile content creation. Uh, our laptops are so cool because, right out of the box, they already provide high-end specs. You can go i7, i9, all the way from sixteen sixty Ti all the way to you know right now the, the twenty eighty super mobile. Yeah. And it's really crazy. And to add on to that, you can really do a, a twenty eighty Ti egpu um, GPU. <laughs> the yeah, the possibilities exactly. are endless with with the Ors ecosystem. So actually, yeah. that's uh, one of the other things I want to talk about is. The Oris ecosystem, you know, can you talk about how, you know, Oris makes everything, uh, you can think of, except the CPU, of course. Um, but where do you see the, where do you see Oris going from here? You know, we've made everything that we can possibly make. What's kind of the next step forward for Oris?
1: Yeah, you got point. Uh Basically, Gigabyte and Oris have all the rig, I mean, the gear you need for build up your uh, super gaming or super creator workspace. Like motherboard, guitar, that's the thing we used to do and good at. And like we do have RAM, SSD, PSU, cooler, laptop, case, and... Monitor. Once, What if, yeah, monitor. <laughs> and what if, what if we have all these things integrated? I mean a component. What it will become. So I guess you can, you know, put some expectation on that next year.
0: Okay, so a little hint. Yeah. I don't want to say too much, but I think from what Andy <laughs> said, you know, hopefully you guys can kinda of get the gist yeah, of what he's yeah, saying.
1: Yeah, yeah. We have board, we have car we don't have CPU yet. I think <laughs> CPU we don't have
0: wait, wait, did you just say we don't have yeah, CPU yeah, that's yet? The we don't have. Yeah, do you so, are we planning on making a CPU? <laughs> oh,
1: that's kind of a little huge for us. Yeah, know. we
0: would need billions of dollars of R and D
1: for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. But what if we can integrate all these things together? Yes, definitely. What if you know we're all, we're the hardware expert? I am I'm, I'm really I'm really there to say that I'm we are a hardware expert. What if we Integrate these things, these things together, and try to push it to the boundary. Oh yeah, we, yeah I think a...
0: in terms of technology, you know, Gigabyte Aorus is uh, one of the very main leaders in technology innovation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm just excited every every year I work here, uh, and I'm pretty sure it's the same with you, Andy. But every year I work here, I'm always excited to see what we have coming to launch mm-hmm. um, because mm-hmm. again, we're mm-hmm. always pushing. That, that boundary of technology to be accessible for everyone yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I want to focus on a really big portion of kind of what we've been focusing on in 2020, uh, and that's been our monitors. We've had a lot mm-hmm. of really big hype around our gigabyte monitors. Uh, you mm-hmm. can see that with uh, the, the G32QC, the G27Q, our KVM series, and even our ultra-wide monitor that has literally been sold out everywhere because yeah. the, the price to the performance is just amazing. Um, but I have to ask because with the new NVIDIA technology, uh, everyone is really, or at least that the industry is really pushing for 300 plus hertz monitor. Is that something that you think that uh, maybe Gigabyte or oris will potentially be putting out in 2021
1: mm, we're watching on that already and i current, now i cannot give you some exact exact answer for that but we will definitely you know have something similar or push to the extreme because that's the kind of soul of the ores so we have watched it quite closely and our R&D team also product manager team has some discussion about that so Ooh, um, still cannot exciting. give you exact answer for that, but it's okay. That even that's, yeah, extreme.
0: <laughs> that's a really exciting, you yeah. know, um, cause yeah. when always, it's always good to know that, Hey, there's, we're talking about it. We're talking about yeah. it. That's always a good sign, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but actually on that note today, well, at least this is being filmed earlier, but today, at least in, in North America, we just released the Fi25F Oris. It's been mm-hmm. a while since we've released an Oris monitor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is groundbreaking because it is 240 hertz. So it's not like the 300 or 360 hertz. It's 240 hertz, but it's super speed IPS,
1: right? Yeah, exactly.
0: So can you talk about like the benefits of what that even is? To me, when I saw this monitor, it was my first time hearing super speed IPS. Can you kind of explain what that what super speed is?
1: Okay. So before I explain super speed, uh, let me just give you some little knowledge about the panel type. You know, currently in the gaming monitor market, Usually we have three kinds of panel type TN VA and the IPS panel For those who is always seeking for the uh, fastest refresh rate TN panel is the one because it can easily push the refresh rate to a uh, higher level mm-hmm. but you know the biggest problem of the TN panel is the picture quality and also the viewing angle and that's the reason why the IPS come up or the VA come up to provide you know a better picture quality but something you know that's a little bit pity is that for those IPS panel the refresh rate can be boosted as to the label as panel and also the response time so maybe for those competitive gamer or eSport gamer IPS panel or VA panel can fulfill their need so that's the reason why the Super Speed IPS come up it got the same picture quality as the IPS panel, mm-hmm. same view angle as the IPS panel. So if you just take it for video watching or other entertainment, it's totally fine. It's Yeah, now super it's gorgeous. multi-purpose <clears throat> it's, use.
0: Yeah, it's super yeah. gorgeous. Would you say but, it's accessible or would you say it's um, appropriate still for like content creation? If I love content creation and gaming, is it possible to use it for, for both?
1: Yes, yes. You know, for those content creators, don't just regard it as those high refresh panel just for gamers. You can easily find the benefit of the high refresh rate, not just from game, from your video watching, from your work. You can easily find the benefit how smooth it is.
0: That's really good. Yeah, I mean, that's really good to know because um, even at home right now with me, I I have... um, i have two monitors one for content creation and Mm -hmm. one for gaming Mm -hmm. um but i hate looking from the content creation monitor because it looks so beautiful very rich and vibrant Mm -hmm. in colors Mm -hmm. and when i go to my gaming monitor it's very flat but it's that way because i can get higher um, yeah it looks yeah yeah and so it's good to know that we have the 240 hertz fi 25 f um yes to be able to provide both both areas
1: yeah, both errors. So you can now you can have the lightning fast, 240 hertz refresh rate, and most important of all, 0.4 millisecond response time. I think mm-hmm. that's the that's the thing that IPS, typical IPS panel can cannot reach. Oh, but, wow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because typical IPS panel, the response time is usually around maybe 3, 4, 5 But oh. now th- through the super speed IPS, the response time is just 0.4. Four milliseconds even reached the level of the typical TN panel. So now you can embrace both the lightning-fast refresh rate and the response time uh, alike TN, and also the gorgeous picture quality with the typical IPS.
0: That's really good.
1: Um,
0: yeah, I mean, if you guys are are looking for a monitor to our audience, if you guys are looking for, you know, the, I guess the all-in-one, uh, no compromise monitor, the FI25F may be the monitor for you. Uh, so yes, definitely check exactly. it out
1: no compromise yes, no compromise
0: cuz super speed ips the 240 hertz um again just ips panel in general um and you get all that in one package it's it's almost like a no brainer <laughs> you know uh, <laughs> yeah I- I- if you like that uh is there plans now i did see some of these questions before but is there plans to make like a 240 hertz uh 27 inch like a a monitor that has same specs but a little bit bigger
1: Oh yes. Oh, okay. We, oh we, wow. We do have one, and I guess it's on the way. So uh, stay stay tuned with us.
0: Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't even know that. So that's good. Um, because I think yeah. the FI twenty five F is really good for the FPS game, but mm-hmm. having that twenty seven inch is really good for pretty much any other game. You know. Yeah. Um, besides FPS, if you really want the full immersive experience, a bigger screen is is better than the smaller screen. But I think on FPS specifically. Uh, like Valorant or CSGO, uh, that's where the 25-inch really helps out, the smaller size.
1: Yeah, exactly. Our new 27-inch with the super speed IPS model is now on the way, so stay tuned with us. Awesome, awesome.
0: Um, And I have to ask, because a lot of our audience is asking me this question, um, and I didn't know, so I figured I'd ask you, but what is the roadmap looking like for 4K monitors from AORUS?
1: Yes, we see that, you know, because the RTX, new RTX come up. So everybody is now retargeting the 4K gameplay. And also, you know, you see this week, both the new console, PS5 and also the Xbox Series X come up. Seems 4K gameplay is another hype now, and we are already aware of that. So we're now enthusiastically, actively planning about a 4K monitor. On the Ours brand, and I guess they will soon come up in the next year.
0: That's awesome. That's really good to know that it's coming next year. Uh, you know, to yeah. be uh, future proof. You know, ready for the next mm-hmm. generation. I have to. Yeah. I, I have to ask you, Andy because I think this is a very con- controversial question with everyone. Do you <laughs> okay. think, uh, in your opinion, do you think 1080p is? Uh, I guess. Do you think that's the new 720p? You know, 720p, that was, uh, you know, 1080p. I, I got your point. Yeah. yeah. Do you think 1080p is going to be going out of date very soon with all these cheap uh, 1440p monitors coming out and 4K being, you know, even the normal, like let's say with TVs, you can get a 4K mm. TV for super cheap now. Would you say 1080p yeah. is becoming less and less relevant um, in the monitor space? Or do you still think that 1080p is a viable option for content creation, for gaming, etc.?
1: Um, Depends on actually, it, it all depends on which kind of game you play. For if you are a, a competitive gamers, like you only play those esport games like League of Legends or like CSGO or those games that that is widely adopted in the professional esports, I still think 1080p is something you should be looking for because actually it's the answer enough, but you can push the Frame per second to the higher to higher i see and from from our observation to those professional eSports sport player just uh, i think you know that we have some co-op with the g2 CSGO team and from our discussion uh, our, from our discussion we see that they can easily distinguish between 240 hertz and 144 hertz panel and so they can easily distinguish the CSGO with the fps with 200 and 144, which is really hard to imagine. So I still encourage those people who only play eSport title games, choose for the 1080p. But if you are kinds of casual gamer that are always looking for AAA titles and want to put the graphic quality and setting to the premium, resolution to the highest to make your gameplay more immersive, then you should consider about 4K or from my personal opinion, should be Quad D, which is 2K. Because my personal uh, idea is that 2K perfectly, uh, I, I mean, meets the need from me, like higher frame rate and also the higher uh, yeah. resolution. Yeah, the yeah.
0: resolution and frame rate, you're able to achieve good looking picture resolution and yeah. good frame rates um, yeah. without being having overkill hardware Uh, because i think 4k at let's say 144 hertz is you have to have some pretty high-end hardware to run those games at that yeah but 1440p at 144 hertz i think is definitely possible especially with you know the advancements in technology lately like the 3070
1: yeah yeah Yeah. i think i think quality for me is the perfect you know sweet spot sweet pause yeah sweet spot for the gaming right now yeah Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Okay, so another controversial question here I want to pick your brain on is, (laughs) do you think... Okay, so we're talking about the refresh rate. 60 to 144 hertz, there's a big difference. Mm -hmm. I think almost anyone can see the difference. 144 hertz to 240, in my opinion, you can still see the difference. But I think for people who who play a lot of games, see the difference. Mm -hmm. For people maybe who Mm -hmm. don't really play a lot of games, it won't really... They won't really see the difference. Now, the next big jump in monitor refresh rate is 240. I think it's to 360. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So do you think that the 360 hertz monitors, for someone who's a serious gamer, do you think the upgrade is worth it? Or do you think the percentage gain that you're getting from 240 to 360 is not worth it? Just in your, your general opinion.
1: Mm, I will say it, it, it's worth it or not. I will say it's quite niche, I mean the 361, I see. Because, you know, seldom game could be rendered with the FPS over 360 right now. Mm-hmm. That's true. So I will target this monitor for those quite niche eSport player. Ah, yeah. I see, I see. Yeah. So if, if you run, but, but there's still chance you can uh, render those eSport titles with their FPS over 360. For example, you have if you have premium CPU like 5900X along with the RTX 3080, you can easily boost the frame per second in the CSGO to 400 or even 500, and I think that's quite beneficial for those competitive competitive esports player. But you know, uh, before going to 360 hertz or even higher panel, what you need to think about is the latency, not just from the panel. But from your gaming rig to the PC, I see so even so when we reach the 360 hertz area, actually it's not just monitor. I mean the latency, it's not just monitoring. You need to take a look at all the latency will be occurred in your gaming rig, like the latency in your mouse, in your PC, mm-hmm. in your PC, in your, in, your, uh, in your PC, and also your monitor. And I guess that's the reason why NVIDIA come up the NVIDIA Reflex. Ah, uh, I see. To help, So at that help point, you to, yeah, yeah. yeah it helps you to monitor all the latency that may occur when you are uh, playing the game through your gaming rig.
0: Yeah, it's not just through the monitor anymore. Now it yeah, gets yeah, yeah, more, yeah, yeah. you know, there, there's yeah. multiple parts to this latency. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah I see. Yeah. When entering the 360 area, everything should be considered, not just the panel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think that's niche. For maybe for only for one percent of the gamer in the world.
0: Yeah, and the, and most of them are, I would say, like p- professional esports players, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah
1: exactly.
0: For the regular end consumer, I think <laughs> I think two forty is enough for you and me. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I think two forty. <laughs> like, that's is more than Sometimes enough. the greatest one, I think. Yeah,
0: I think yeah. like, kind of like we said before, it's a sweet, it's a good sweet spot, uh, to hit mm-hmm. because the three sixty, I think, is too new of a technology where. Again, it's good for the niche uh, enthusiasts or pro gamers, uh, but for mm-hmm. the average consumer, I think uh, uh, 240 hertz is is the perfect middle ground.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Um, and do you think 60 hertz versus 144 hertz, kind of like the 1080p versus 1440p question, do you think that the 144 hertz is going to be the new quote-unquote 60 hertz? Do you think that 60 hertz monitors are going to be phased out anytime soon?
1: Mm, I think so, yeah. Because you will you will easily, just like what I said, not just for gaming, you will easily found that when you're jumping from 60 hertz to 144 hertz, everything's just changed. Not just in game, but for your work. Just overall so, experience, right? Yeah, overall experience will change, not just for gaming. So don't regard it, 144 hertz as something just for gaming. You just take a look at it, and you will note it. And yeah, I believe, and I hope that 144 hertz will become the new standard
0: <laughs> yeah me too me too i I can't tell you how much i it bugs me let's say when I build a new pc uh, and the drivers aren't installed yet and it's running at sixty hertz when I turn it on, it feels so slow even though it's not slow it's just running at sixty hertz <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah and it's exactly. uh yeah once you yeah. change it, oh man the the feeling of changing from sixty hertz to 120 hertz when you right when you hit the 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 button to change, oh it feels so nice. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think I think that's the thing that also those key vendor, key technology vendor or key material vendor had observed. So I think both for those panel vendor like who providing OLED like Samsung, they are also they are also quite actively seeking out the opportunity to come up higher refresh rate OLED panel next year. So we will see. Yeah.
0: Ooh, I'm excited OLED panel. Do you
1: really? think it's possible?
0: So mm-hmm. I know we've had we've had OLED panels on phones, on yeah. uh, laptops, but yeah. and TVs, but OLED monitor no one's made an OLED monitor yet, right? Is that OLED monitor? yeah OLED? Yeah. Has anyone made like an OLED monitor? I don't think so.
1: Mm, I've if, seen if, all the TVs. If you're, if, you're, if you're talking about for gaming, I mean, yeah, for gaming, yeah, there's, there's, there's none. There's yeah, none there's in none. the market right now. So do yeah. you see
0: OLED being the future of? I guess the next step into like what's next for monitors because right now it's all about 360 hertz but what happens yeah. when 360 hertz is the new normal what's what is there to improve picture quality probably right so would you say that yeah. oled monitors is the future for mo- you know just monitors in general
1: um mm, uh, actually i cannot I'm not, i can't say yes to that because you know for oled panel right now it got a lot of competitor like the enhanced LCD or the mini LED. Yeah,
0: that mini, mini LED. LED
1: LCD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so
0: there's new technologies but, always coming yeah, out. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So LCD part is also striving very hard to you know back to the game, but you know for consumer or for the brand like us, uh, the compa- the competition between those you know key technology is always good for us because that means we can deliver you know more immersive, more premium product to you guys.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, well, that's awesome. You know, I, I love hearing your insight. I love hearing, especially insight from someone who, you know, deals with with the product messaging and just you know has uh, internal feedback on making these gaming products. Um, you can always ask. You know person a or person b but i think getting someone's uh, thoughts and opinions who actually deals with hands-on on creating these products is a uh, really insightful to have and um i'm really uh, you know, re- thank you for for coming on the show uh, there's one thank last you. thing i just did my best yeah of <laughs> course and i'm pretty sure our audience is really happy to to be listening right now um there is one more question i want to ask and I, I just have to ask this for the viewers but mm-hmm. uh do we have any cool new products coming out in the near future that you can, uh, you know, you can tell the audience to look out for.
1: Uh, okay, two things, because you see, you know, both Xbox, the new console, new generation console has come up. Mm-hmm. So uh, gaming TV is kind of new things in the market, and I guess more and more people will start to chase for that. Uh, so that's the first hint I'm gonna give you oh, and wow. all the audience. And the second is that just like what I said, you know. Where the brand now providing all the products except CPU. So what if we can integrate them all together? And what will be? What will it become? And that's the second hint I will give you.
0: <laughs> well, there you go, guys. I think those are yeah. clear as day hints. Um, yeah. If you didn't get that, well, I don't know what to tell you because those are the <laughs> those are the biggest hints we can give.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah yeah yeah. Exactly. But. I
0: could get by now. Yeah, yeah, no, Andy, those those are great hints. Um, you know, I don't want to take up any of your time, so thank you so much for coming on to the thank show. Uh, we really had fun, you know, having you on here, uh, and just giving just more insight to to the products because you're, I think, you're one of the very few people who can give. The, the very inside of what oris is doing and what we have planned uh for the future so thank you again so much for coming thank on you. the show thank
1: you. it's my pleasure of yeah. course
0: and for everyone out there we have a new episode every saturday at 8 p.m pacific standard time um i hope you enjoyed this episode uh next week i believe uh we have an episode coming out i'm not sure i know we are taking a break on the, the week of thanksgiving for everyone out there um but yeah, thank you so much for, for tuning in, Andy. Again, thank you for coming on. Uh, stay thank tuned. Thank you, guys. We have a Aorus uh, Plays uh, gameplay show every Monday as well as an Oris TV talk show every Friday. And if you guys want to stay tuned for more updates on Aorus, just make sure you follow our social medias. Today's episode was uh, brought to you by Oris Motherboards and Aorus Graphic Cards. So if you guys want those, check those out in your local e-tail retailer's And until then, thank you so much for watching. Have a great weekend and we'll see you guys next time. Bye.